so in the evening last night, I was like walking out of a restaurant in Highland Park at like seven, yeah. maybe. And there was this swirl in the sky that looked like a cartoon after like a plane has fallen down. Oh my gosh. You know where it's just like receding into the distance, yeah. <laughs> like toward the sunset. It's actually really beautiful. It was like very blue on the top and then it got kind of sunsetty colors. And we walked home speculating wildly the yeah. whole way. Uh, only to find out that they launched a rocket somewhere. Really? Yeah. Weird. And so that was the actual, it was like the up spiral of the rocket going up. Whoa. And no. it was not, in fact, as I thought, a cartoon plane falling out of the sky. Oh, down, which thank goodness. Thank goodness. For the cartoon passengers. Yeah, I was concerned that they may be yeah. flattened out with those weird little symbols over their head. Yeah. Before wow. they pop right back up and be okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that, but I wish I did. Mm-hmm. Um Hi, I'm Jessica Hover. <laughs> Jessica Hover. I'm Lane Dealing Cherland. And this is another bonus episode. The last one. The last bonus episode of season three. Very good enough. Yes. And I have a question and that is simply like, can I pick a favorite episode or is that like picking a favorite child? Because I don't have a favorite child. Fair, well, I don't ever believe anybody who says I that. I know. That's funny. Someone, someone yesterday online was like, I always assume somebody's first child is their favorite child. Oh, but I I've do never not assumed that. that. But maybe that's because I am the first child. Oh, maybe that person maybe was you, the youngest. Maybe you're being the favorite like, child. No, no, you you it's know Derek. Really? Oh, yeah. that's funny. Derek's everybody's favorite person I, in the whole world. I he didn't. Glows. Um, I didn't feel like there was a favorite between me and my sibling. That's cool. I mean, yeah, that is cool. Yeah. I mean, I didn't feel that Maybe way. Maybe there is one though. <laughs> Mom? Mom? <laughs> I didn't feel that way in like an important way. Right. Just that I've got this one brother who's like so charismatic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, everybody's loved, but he's pretty sparkly. Um, That's cool that you think you don't have a favorite child. I always, <laughs> I always assume that somebody has, everybody has a child who's like either the most like them, so they feel yeah. the most identified with that yeah. kid, or like very unlike them in a complimentary yes. way. And so that yeah. allows for this feeling of like, it's not that you're my favorite. It's just that we got this connection. Right. But that's I do, just cynical. I have a friend who has four kids who are older because mine are still so little that it's a little bit hard for me to see like sure, who sure. exactly am I going to. Yeah, right. <laughs> but hers are older. And she said that there is this sense that like some of the kids that she's more like, she understands them better. So she knows how to parent them. Mm-hmm. And then the ones who are more like her husband which is not like her, yeah. but that's who she fell in love with, that that becomes harder and she doesn't know like the things that would work on her and mm-hmm. these other kids who are more like her don't work on these other yeah. kids. And that is really hard. So maybe then that it becomes a, a thing. But yeah. yeah. Maybe anyway. I hope that I'll never feel that because mm-hmm. that sounds confusing. Yeah, totally. I'm right? mostly teasing about it. Probably yeah. people don't have, but no, I bet well, someone's some going to write. Yeah. definitely do. <laughs> We know for sure that some they people do. do. They do. I bet. I bet okay. if you have grown-up children, yeah, and yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking of people in my life. Like, you got grown-up kids. Some do things that really make your life harder as yeah. a parent, and some do things that really add a lot of goodness to your life. Yeah, it would be hard not to be like, well, mm-hmm. I prefer yeah. to be around this one. Totally. But I love them both the same. Yeah. No suggestion that there's any distance in like the love or the care that's right. being offered. Just that it's always true that like you eat more easily connect to some people than to some other people. Right. And surely right. that's going to be true of kids too. Yeah. Somewhere a little bit simpler for you to just for like sure. vibe with and others you might have to learn more about yeah. them. Yeah. That's true. I mean, yeah. 
Stay tuned, guys. Oh, I'm looking at the camera. There's That's no not camera. there. <laughs> Stay tuned, guys, to find out which of my kids I like the most so far. I like them all. They're so funny. Yeah. Um, but um, but when it comes to episodes, episodes though, I do pick, have buddy. favorites, I think. Well, it's more like in the moment I enjoyed doing them all, mm-hmm. but the, th- the stuff I've then thought about in yeah. my own life and applied to my own parenting mm-hmm. has been... Um, well, I got a lot out of Dr. Sam's episode. Yeah. I felt like that was really, and and in my shop when I have these meetups with local moms, mm-hmm. multiple times now people have brought up that episode and how cool. that really impacted the way that they do things. Yeah. That's so super that was cool. cool. Um, that episode is, um, I on the back end of like the distribution platform we yeah. use, I can see how the episodes are ranking, like yeah. how people are listening to them over time. And people are listening to that one a lot more. Really? Like a lot more quickly. It's moving up. Like we have a few all-time bangers. Okay. <laughs> if anybody's interested. Yeah. Uh, Mothers Not Martyrs oh, is like the one. number yeah. one one. And then um, the one we did about marriage in season two mm, is mm-hmm. up there really high. And uh, the personal boundaries one. Those oh, ones have sort of like good. camped out at the top for a while. Yeah. And the Dr. Sam one is crawling up there really yeah. close to them, which is so fun. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, am I allowed to say that I loved the one you and I did without any guests? Sure. I mean, I liked you all the guests. You can say whatever you'd like. But that one, a, a, a woman came into our shop. Well, we did six without guests. So which one are oh, you talking about? Oh, I'm talking about the more recent one. It was, it was like... Oh, the good enough one? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a mom who came to a meetup with her little baby came in crying and was like I was just listening to this episode and it really meant a lot to me and so then that made me think like wow cool I love when that happens when it like really speaks to the heart and that one was fun for us to do because it's really from our hearts yeah um but yeah I just like seeing I guess I'm lucky in the way of getting to interact with the moms Mm -hmm. in person and seeing like wow this one really spoke to you um just yesterday I encountered a mom who's raising a bilingual toddler and so I was able to send her that one and she was very appreciative. Cool. Um, yeah, so that's cool. It's nice to make episodes with you that when people come into my life who need the support, I can say, oh, mm-hmm. there is one actually. There's one about that. This will really yeah. help. And so that's cool. Yeah, I think that is the benefit of um, doing some that are really specific. Yeah. Where like, yeah, not not everybody is going to resonate very personally mm-hmm. with like raising a bilingual child. Totally. But for the people who are, yeah. there's something really powerful. And then for the people who are like, oh, interesting. I don't have that mm-hmm. life experience. Let me hear about what that's like. Mm-hmm. It's cool to have that there too. Definitely. So yeah. I like a good mixture of like very broad like yeah. hey everybody who's doing this let's like get into this big thing mm-hmm. and then also some like really specific yeah I like that too what's funny is I wanted to send to her because this is her first experience with our podcast I wanted to send like another message to be like this actually isn't my favorite episode of all episodes because I love that episode and Me I'm too. personal friends with the girl we did the interview with um but it's like, I love that we can meet a need, uh, like the bilingual thing. Mm-hmm. But I just think now that I've listened to so many of the episodes, like the second time, I mean, you've listened to them a, a gazillion times because you yes. produce them, so it's different. But for me, I listen to them later and it's like I'm learning afresh mm. as parent Jessica who just needs the input in my my mothering life, not yeah. so much me as the speaker. And uh, yes, yeah, so, so so that girl specifically, I kind of want to send her another episode, be like, listen to this one too. Mm-hmm. That was really good because I want her to get 
I, th- I think there's chemistry between us. I think it's good for me to tell I you that. That's really fair to say. <laughs> <laughs> and I think when we do the interview ones, there's not as much of that because mm-hmm. there's the chemistry of the guests that we've brought on and, totally. and their amazing insights they share, which yeah. is why we've brought them on. Yeah, stuff that we um, just don't know about. Yeah, exactly. But then I don't think that that is like the gold of this podcast. I think that is another helpful part of this podcast yeah. is to bring in experts. But I think, uh, I don't know, whenever I talk about the podcast, I even sometimes forget to tell people I'm on it. And that has <laughs> happened in my shop now. That's and um, so nice. a, a friend called me out, a now friend who comes to these meetups was like, do you know you say good things too? I'm like, thank you so Such much. but good things. Thank you. But the, but the truth is when we're doing these, I learn a lot from you. And then I learn it again in the re-listen later. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, when I'm sharing a podcast with someone, um, it's sweet. I'm on it. And it's nice that I have a brain that has some things to say about some <laughs> things. Like I really, that's, I appreciate that I have something there. Yeah. But uh, I learn a lot from you. And so then I want people to just like go here, especially toddler parents. We're getting so many toddler mm-hmm. parents coming in our little world and I just want them to hear what you have to say which you've been doing good with reels lately thank you well done yeah it takes courage to do that and they're really good oh my own reels for you're making reels you lame (laughs) yes yeah I appreciate the podcast because I'm also making the podcast I know those are so good those are really good um thank you thank you for mentioning I uh got really confused for a while and Mm -hmm. a little burnt out as I tried really hard to build a curriculum business and then it was clear that that was not quite the thing yeah even inside of my own self it was like sort of agony to make them even though they were great yeah and it was not matching with people Mm -hmm. and so then we started doing this which was so great but I just didn't feel for a long time like I knew what to be posting about or like I had it inside myself sure to try even yeah to be I mean I've never I've never been a person who has done that where you just like talk at your phone yeah, talk on a screen. Yeah, to a group of people, but no actually, one. it's just to you your talk screen. to no one. Yeah, and then you put it out, and then yeah. there's a group of people, yeah. and that's but just like a weird them. dynamic. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's weird. Yes, so it took. I think it took a long time of doing this podcast to feel like. No, I definitely do have enough stuff to say. You do, <laughs> which sounds funny to yeah. like be like, oh, I mean, we've now recorded so many hours, right? Of, of like talking about stuff, but I still every time someone asks a question, and every time I sit down to make a reel or think about even think about what to do the next podcast episode on I'm like well I don't know any stuff so yeah I don't know any stuff <laughs> yeah. and what then the microphone the about? microphone is turned on and we're like so <laughs> an hour later we should probably stop yeah 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 and good. also just a reflection thank you for bringing that up that means mm-hmm. a lot to me um a reflection on just like the experience of making things like I, I do listen to the podcast episodes over and over in the making process because I have to make them. But there's like a weird thing about being like in a more performative moment mm-hmm. and it's heightened at every step by the more equipment, right? Like mm-hmm. this, we're just sitting on the, for the listener who can't see us because right. there's no camera. Right. We're just like sitting on the sofa, facing each other, holding microphones in our hand. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as the mics go in a stand and the camera gets turned on, yeah. that's like another level of heightened and there's like a uh I don't know like a little bit of an adrenaline to being in a performance moment where I'm hearing me and I am listening to you and I'm Mm -hmm. hearing you talk but I'm also thinking about the next thing too because the next thing has to happen and I'm watching equipment making sure everything's blinking correctly and stuff like that so then when I sit down to listen to it I also am like oh 
we totally did. That felt mm-hmm. good in the moment, but like, wow, here it is. That's and I cool. am frequently taking off my headphones being like, Connor, Aww. everyone in the world should listen to Jessica. Aww, <laughs> I want so everyone nice. to hear this that's like so beautiful, cute. like soulful, clear messaging from you all the time. Mm, it's so you. cool. That's so nice. And thank you. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's what we want. We want like mutually for the things we're saying to not just add to the noise of the internet because mm-hmm. the internet's so noisy. That's why you and yeah. I personally would be the types of people who would get away from social media, I think. Mm-hmm. Ironic because we both work in it, but yeah. um, the noise gets overwhelming. So we don't want a podcast to be another noise mm-hmm. <laughs> in this world. We want it to be something that's really valuable and meaningful. Yeah, um, And I think this was our first season of bringing in guests, which was nerve-wracking like mm-hmm. i knew the guests would do a good job they're mm-hmm. great they're they were chosen for this because they make great content yeah. and they are they're great at what they do but didn't you feel nervous like i, I sweat more sitting here on this couch staring oh, yeah. into a zoom screen mm-hmm. than i do like exercising mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the social nervousness of like mm-hmm. am i gonna know what to say like right. are we gonna talk over each other is this gonna hit like with the audience are they yeah. gonna be like oh wow good thing you made this or are they gonna be like all right i'm all done because you know, like just yeah. the, the fears involved. Yeah. And I have a, I have a really big fear of wasting time, wasting yeah. my own time and wasting other people's time. Yeah. I share um, that. There's a lot of, there are a lot of steps to this process. So there are a bunch of little ways mm-hmm. that I could do things wrong, which is why like if you're watching on YouTube periodically while Jess is talking, I just lean over mm-hmm. to look at the thing and make sure it's recording yeah. <laughs> like often Yeah, because there's so many. We've, we've lived through so many times though of recording something amazing and then after being like, oh no, the, either the camera off or the audio didn't work or something was turned off partway through Mm -hmm. yeah it's there's so much learning involved in this process yeah yeah but Mm -hmm. my but i feel this like deep fear that i'm Mm -hmm. gonna waste your time that i'm gonna waste my time and then when we add a third person who we don't know as well or even when it is someone who's also very precious to me Mm -hmm. i'm like it it means a lot to me that you're here spending this time and i want you i want it to be valuable to you i want you to come off great because you are great so i want to make sure that nothing on my end where i'm controlling the structure Mm -hmm. like messes up or diminishes how great you are like there's so much that's like i want to represent them well i want it to be valuable for them and i want it to be so valuable for the audience totally all to say yes it's been a little bit nerve-wracking to get to have these guests but i think who were you most nervous about this season um, probably Nafisa. Me too. Because yeah. she's so, um, partly we don't know, we don't know each we other. We don't know each other. And, uh, She's on a different continent. Yes. So she's like, to me, her contribution is like even larger to yeah. be like, we are, this has to be like timed well. It's like nighttime. You're spending yes. your nighttime time yes. doing this with us. And then the more I looked into her, the more I was just like deeply impressed by yeah. who she is and what like her, work her career is and, and yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's pregnant. And she's pregnant. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I felt so that I just too. Think she's, I and think then she's she so was amazing. Yeah. Like it was so right. easy to talk to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And her, everything she shared, I would love to, I would love to hear from her more. Yes. Just it, in life. I think she was so wise mm-hmm. and yeah, that was really, really cool. Yeah. We definitely would like to have her back mm-hmm. in subsequent seasons to just talk about other totally other topics mm-hmm. because she's like such an expert on so many things like money yeah right yeah I we know. got into a little bit of a chat i need to afterward. respond to the email sorry <laughs> i know mm, also same <laughs> there's a lot going on yeah. Yeah. yes weird 
in the in the process yes. of trying to see what else we can do yeah. with Nafisa because there is so much of her work that so matches mm-hmm. us and she is working on something related to finance mm-hmm. and pregnancy finance and motherhood and um obviously that's not something we can speak to yet because right. we haven't responded to the email <laughs> set that meeting up <laughs> we're going to we will do that Nafisa I don't think you're listening <laughs> But if, but let the listeners bear yeah. witness that we <laughs> exactly. are going There's to an email to respond to be responded to. Yes. Um, yeah. So I think yeah. that's what I was most nervous about. I, I think just because I like, I knew the least about it and it was so rich with potential that yeah. I was like, oh gosh, I really want to make sure that I get as much out of this like gift of a person as yes. we can. Yeah. Though so another one I was nervous about, but not as a host of this podcast in any way I was Mm -hmm. nervous as parent listening Mm -hmm. was the one about screens and technology yeah and I loved it and it shaped some things in my house and I've gotten messages from friends like whoa that was so helpful we changed the way we do some things and this was really nice and that episode has given me a lot of peace on Mm -hmm. days where my kids have had more screen time but I've done it the way she said to do it cool and yeah, it's funny. It like takes away the guilt where I'm like, oh no, this is not, this is not a bad thing. And mm-hmm. here's the environment you set up so that it can be a really positive experience for all of us Yeah, and gives mom and dad the freedom we need to like, I don't know, be sick and get healthy or whatever you do totally. where you need extended screen time. Um, yeah, man, that was a great episode yeah. for me as a mom. That was such a good one. Um, it also, it reaffirmed kind of a larger belief for mm-hmm. me, which is actually like also like the nutrition one Yeah, where I, I just have this belief that if we focus on getting enough of the good thing uh-huh. on like, so like on the nutrition side of like, I don't worry about the things that I'm not supposed to eat. I like barely yeah. ever think about that. Sure. I only really ever think about like, have I had enough fats and proteins to yeah. take care of my brain? And if I have, it turns out I'm usually not very hungry. I don't have a ton of cravings. It's not that hard yeah. to like skip some of that. I don't want that other stuff so much because I have what I need. Mm-hmm. And so listening to Kay DeVere from TechWise Littles talk mm-hmm. about like, the thing that we want to focus on is our are our kids getting enough connection mm. and good time in nature yeah. and like experiencing and exploring their world are they close to us have they like are they getting good sensory input mm-hmm. in all the different ways that she laid out for us like are their bodies being fed are their hearts and their minds mm-hmm. being fed great mm-hmm. if that's true then first of all, there's not going to be that much time left in their mm. life for screens. Yeah. And if screens fill in a little bit of the gaps here and there or technology or and like less like empty calories mm-hmm. of things, fine. Because they have enough of what they need. Totally. And I just like really believe in focusing on the like what we do want. Yeah. Not, oh no, uh-oh, how do I keep out all the things I don't want? Like I think that's going to be a less successful way to live. That's so good. So hearing her frame this totally other thing that I don't know very much about, mm-hmm. which is technology, yeah. in the way, in that way was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really do see this as a pattern in life Yeah, that includes parenting, but is not yeah. limited to it because it's, you know, people stuff. Totally. Yeah. I love that for that's everything. That's what we should call is, this podcast. What's that? People stuff. That probably exists, don't you think? Yeah, because it's such a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a good idea. There's a lot of other good enough podcasts, (laughs) but ours is the best. Ours is very the best, very good enough podcast. (laughs) podcast. Um, What was I going to say? Oh no, just in life, I love that idea. Like instead of focusing on what you can't have or don't want or shouldn't Mm -hmm. do, or what you're scared of. Yeah, what do you? How do you celebrate 
and enjoy and do the things that are the good things. Um, even, mm-hmm. yeah, even down to like a kid's behavior, like celebrating the good behavior, mm-hmm. spending more energy celebrating the behavior that you want to see mm-hmm. versus uh, like, no, no, no. Yeah. I think that's even like a leadership principle. There's mm-hmm. some leadership books I remember reading with Sean years ago that were like, the behavior that you celebrate is the behavior that will essentially like multiply. People are going to do more of that. Yeah. And so, yeah. So celebrate it like crazy when you see things that are really good. So good. I like that. I like that even in terms of um, adjusting the language that we use in giving instructions to children. Yeah. When you're in a classroom, you're just like issuing instructions constantly. Right. And you could spend your whole life being like, don't know, stop. Yes. And not only is that just like negative and boring and stressful and gets you into a lot of fights like it's not pleasant to say out loud yeah it doesn't actually teach them anything okay you just start telling them no all the time and then they're standing there like okay well then what should i do yeah you can flip your language around yeah and try to focus on like anytime you're ever going to say no anytime you issue an instruction take one second to check like how do i frame this in terms of telling you what i do want you to do yeah i do want you to put your feet on the ground that is the same as I want you to get off the table or as don't stand on the table, mm-hmm. but it tells you what you can do. Yeah. And then instead of being like, don't in my own brain constantly, which like tastes bad, mm-hmm. I'm now saying it's like, really do this, yeah. do this. There is a world where if you practiced enough, you could probably spend your whole day not really having to tell anybody any don'ts or stops, Interesting. but simply like you can issue a command yeah, yeah, yeah. the same good. way that you issue a, like a, a halt, a cease and desist, yeah. you know, right. rather than like, don't hit her. You can say, put your hand on your own body, oh, right? Like you can, yeah. you can do that with yeah, the same kind of forcefulness. Uh, like- but it tells yeah, them you have exactly to switch the way you say what you're used to saying. Uh huh. But it says exactly yeah. how to be successful, and mm. the, the words that you're reinforcing are not hit your sister, hit your sister. Hit yeah, your sister. right, right. It's hands on your own body, hands yeah. on your own body, hands on your own body. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, wow, I like that. You know, it's just a, it's just a frame of mind. Okay. This is not a thing that I implement perfectly in my no, life. No, but that's really good. It's a good way to think about it. Um, podcast episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved. Centerline community. What's her Jenny? Jenny. Jenny I loved her, her like vulnerability, her yeah. passion, the realness of what she brought to that episode. Yes. I found really refreshing. Yes. It was like, um, I guess maybe like on a personal level, it kind of invited me to be more me when mm. I'm places because mm-hmm. maybe I tend to like refine and like mm, I don't know how to say it. Basically, I want to I want to present my best self, right? Yeah. And then sometimes in doing that, you lose like, well, what's the real self? Like what's actually happening in you? And what I felt with her, and maybe it's because of you guys have such a a genuine relationship, but I just felt like she was so comfortable to bring her whole self to that conversation and to let us be with her in those months postpartum with the raw emotion that Mm -hmm. we both are familiar with. Um, yeah, I I just found that whole experience very refreshing. And obviously I loved also what she had to say and the there's so much there that I really Mm -hmm. appreciated, but the main thing I really respected about all of it was her ability to just be herself in this stage and talk openly about what that's like for her. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. That actually reminds me of a different thing that I learned from Dr. Sam, Hmm. which is that some people can just have their emotions Mm -hmm. and be in their experience. Yeah. And then for others of us, there's, there's a reason why this happens, but like for others of us, we feel that we need to convey our experience and our reactions instead of just having them. 
Um, and it's a, it's a matter of like a level of, uh, attunement that we expect in the Mm -hmm. other person for some Mm -hmm. of us there was like a little bit of a missing attunement when we were super little. And so the kind of uh, what she would call disconnected that we get Mm. is um, a kind that is like constantly trying to make the other person feel connected to you. Mm. And then being like, well, instead of just having my experience and trusting that connection is going to flow between us, I'm going to make, I don't think there's going to be connection here. I don't expect that because of some really early experiences and so therefore what I'm going to do is make sure that you feel like you can connect mm-hmm. to my experience. Yeah. And I feel like Jenny is a really good example of a person who's having her own experience. She's mm-hmm. in it and she's having it and she can just freely like trust be it. Yeah. And trust that trusting the connection that will happen. The connection's going to happen. Great. Whereas perhaps people like you and I do a little bit more oh, of yeah. like, let me figure out how to say this in a way that you're yeah. going to understand. And, and just make sure it's like not too much for yes, you, yes. but also not so little amount. that you don't feel like you know me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. The overthinking for yeah. sure of that. And so we miss, a, we miss yeah. a little bit of our own experiences because we're doing yeah. this calculation of trying to figure out how to convey it. Yeah. I like that. No yeah. wonder it was so refreshing. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is unfamiliar. Yes. I, I also, like it, it felt tingly. It felt so alive yeah. to me of like, yeah. Oh yeah. It's so good. We're inside our lives. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. I felt really moved by that. I felt mm-hmm. really led by her mm-hmm. in that way, really influenced yep. by her ability to just be it. Yep. And, um, Danny mm-hmm. is now pregnant. She, I, was, pregnant she was pregnant on that pregnant episode. Then. I know. That's so cool. She, How exciting. I know when she put out her pregnancy announcement, um, I commented on it and she was like, I was so sick that morning. I almost canceled on you. She gets (laughs) so like Danny. Yeah. You, which I just want to say, Danny's last name is Roy. She got married not super long ago. And I keep saying Rhodes, which is her previous name. So I've written it down correctly every time. But in the episode, I do once or twice say Danny Rhodes. That's funny that the names are so similar though. I think that's part of why my brain is struggling so much. But um, so she's Danny Roy. Danny Roy. First pregnancy, first First baby, first first pregnancy. Uh Okay. Um, Was sick that morning and we did not even know. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. But so that episode, that episode, really meaningful. You prepared me, I think, because you Mm -hmm. knew the way that I am is like, I hear something and I'm like, I want to do everything right. Yeah. And basically the nature of an episode like that is like, no, no, Mm -hmm. it's a process. You're going to implement certain things at certain times and it's going to be a process. So that one though, I did go home and like change out some of the things that we have in our, um, on our shelves for our kids. It has influenced things that I buy for them. I did buy ghee after that (laughs) and I use it. I also buy better bread or, or, um, we've gotten like bread made from people, sourdough. Mm -hmm. We're like, yes, we'll take it. That's good for me. (laughs) Um, Though we still eat noodles. Sure. So it happens. Yeah. You work on it. It's <laughs> the left. kids like noodles. But uh we've we've done other things that I felt like that episode really helped me with. And uh again, her passion, like mm-hmm. she was another person who believes so strongly in what she does yes. and is really making a positive impact. And actually I think quite a few moms in our community have used her stuff. I I've been so seeing too. people saying like, yeah, I'm either I'm planning to work with her or I'm going to work with her or so I am good. working with her. I don't know. It'd be interesting to find out from her. Yeah. Like, are you seeing people come? Yeah. But uh, yeah, her stuff is so good. It's so good. It's so good. She's so knowledgeable. Um, yeah. I just remember at the beginning for me, because it is a uh, food is something that we start to experience so early, you know, mm-hmm. like we just learn from our 
our environment, Mm -hmm. how food goes. Mm -hmm. So then when you want to make a change about food, it seems like such a big deal. It almost seems like a whole worldview change. And I just remember feeling really daunted. But luckily for me, I was in such a bad place when I came into that information that I was like so desperate that I felt there was enough startup energy inside to be like, I'll do anything to feel better. And that allowed me to be able to do that. But I just remember the feeling of like, this is like everything though. Yeah. And then getting into it and being like, okay, now that I have really shifted things, it's like quite simple, Mm -hmm. but that beginning piece. Yeah. Yeah. can feel really daunting. So I do remember talking about that ahead of time, but it it was good. I Mm -hmm. felt ready. One thing I saw in YouTube comments was basically like some vegetarians expressing, Mm -hmm. um, actually they were great. Someone, someone I think went in and left a comment that was pretty disrespectful to some of the vegetarian moms in the community, which I thought was like a uh little weird. Yeah. No, thank Um, you. I think that has since been deleted, but yeah, that basically like some of the conversation that came after was like, here's how I stay well while being a vegetarian. Like here's some things I do, but it is true that like it's definitely harder, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And so there's some respectful conversation came out of that. Yeah. And um, I guess I'm just saying it now because in that episode, we didn't talk to any of you guys who are vegetarians and we know that you're there and we really like you. That was an instance, however, of bringing in an expert who's understanding of the way that the human body works yeah. does exclude a vegetarian lifestyle of course. yeah and of course. and so and so she's felt speak excluded with the from intensity that, yeah that makes sense because in yeah. this particular worldview yeah that the was... way that she's achieving this particular kind of health does not yes. include options yes uh for not eating any animals yeah, so. exactly though one of my moms maybe both of them definitely one of them the other one has kind of swung back and forth. Um, they are vegetarians, maybe even raw vegetarian. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She has experienced a lot of health in her lifestyle, but cool. it has also been like an entire lifestyle change sure. that looks very hard to do. Sure. I do not. Yeah. <laughs> like I couldn't pull it off, but I love to eat her food because she's very good at cooking mm, so she can yeah. make me yeah. delicious plant-based yeah. meals. There are um, plenty of other experts in the world do, yes. and who think very yes. differently from Danny. Exactly. And perhaps those are. Exactly. I don't. I don't, we, not, that's not my personal nutritionist, no. so I don't know them. And we don't but eat like that. But if you want to suggest them, right. would love to chat with those folks yes. as well. Yeah. I was vegetarian when I started working with Danny, and yeah. that was one of the big things that shifted. And I think that's part of what made me such a believer was being like, oh my God, yeah. night and day difference in my mental health exactly. from getting that kind of available, the the kind of amino acids that are available in animal products yeah. are not available in plant products. You can build combinations that are similar mm-hmm. with a lot of effort mm-hmm. out of plant-based foods but just I felt so bad yeah and then to just be able to like eat really high quality red meat I I so immediately so yeah. immediately felt so much better that it just was like whoo yeah no question yeah yeah and but that, of course wanting to acknowledge there are tons of different yeah. ways to figure out your life yeah and I'm with you and I'm also married to Sean and Sean's like I think he's just eating meat like yeah. 100% of the time even while sleeping. So yeah. <laughs> we're just, there's he just a stores a little meat. piece after yeah. dinner in his he cheeks would, and lets it dissolve yeah. overnight. <laughs> Basically, he would choose meat over dessert. He's yeah. like a meaty guy. I do love um, meat. Yeah. But I guess, I mean, as with everything we say on here, mm-hmm. we're so open-minded to the different styles yeah. of how people live and do their stuff. Um, so yeah, just like respect and love to people who do it different Mm -hmm. than that episode yeah um be kind to each other and be healthy do what you need to do to be healthy and uh, we're for you yeah 
But I'm also totally going to present some viewpoints that people feel really strongly about. Yeah. And and we've said that in a previous episode. Maybe we said that in the Nafisa episode that like we, we want, we want to present things that we know some of our listeners aren't going to be down with. Yeah. And that's okay. You can still be kind, respectful, open-minded, like curious about the way people see the world, even when it's different, even when it's different to you and I. Totally. I want to let people say stuff on this podcast that I totally disagree with. Yes. Because I want to hear how they think and be influenced by opposing views Yes, and just a wide range of things. It's so important in the time we live in, if you will. the time. No, it is. (laughs) In this economy, it's really important to um, not get siloed into our own just like information echo chambers, Mm. especially because we, um, we all are getting most of our information from social media. And let's just acknowledge that right now. And the algorithms are built to just reinforce things you already like and already think, even if it's not true. Yes. (laughs) The algorithms are like AI algorithms are designed to increase the amount of time that you stay on a platform. That's their only job Mm -hmm. is to help you stay there longer, which totally makes sense from Mm -hmm. the viewpoint of a corporation, Mm -hmm. right? These are privately owned corporations Mm -hmm. who make money by you looking at ads. Mm -hmm. So their money comes from you staying on their platform a long time and seeing a lot of ads. Mm -hmm. That's just how it's structured. And we could talk about inherent vice in that or not, but Mm -hmm. that's just how it is. And so the reason that you stay on a platform is because you either see things that make you angry or scared and you need to find out more, or you see things that you already believe and you keep looking at them. That's just what we do. That's great. And so we got to know that that's how we're getting our information. And even if we're people who are trying to do our own quote unquote research, Mm -hmm. which is a topic like the word research, I feel so picky about because what we most of us mean when we say we do our research is that we Googled or we got on social media, sure. which is not research. Yeah. It's totally gathering information. Yeah. But there are researchers yeah. who unearth in a systematic way hmm. data. And we don't do that. Mm-hmm. We're not researchers, we're right? Trusting, we're trusting so, Google to do some of the yes. sorting. And then we're just trusting that yes. whatever they're saying but is even the thing. But even Google's job is to help you find what you're looking for. Yeah. Like that's how Google search engine works. It tries to guess based on what you typed in and what you've typed in in the past, what it is that you're looking for. It's trying to be really helpful. So it keeps a cache of all the things you've ever looked at before so that it can help you best, which means that if you type in a sentence and I type in the same sentence, yeah, we're going to see, see different, different search yeah. results on Google. Yeah, isn't that or weird? like my father, who's very conservative, and I, who am very liberal, could type in the same political question yeah. and I will be served liberal news outlets and he will be served conservative news outlets uh-huh. because Google's trying to help him. Yeah. So we got a purposefully get in the way of information that's different from what we think because all the tools that we use to try and learn are designed to give us what we already want it's so interesting it's so interesting it's a great point and so i think really explain that clearly (laughs) thank you well done thank you very much Uh, i'm a person who has transitioned worldviews so Mm -hmm. i've done a lot of trying to understand why things that used to seem so obvious to me felt really obvious Mm -hmm. like I I thought everybody thought that Mm. and they don't Mm -hmm. some people think that and some people think other stuff and now I'm a people who thinks other stuff yeah (laughs) and so there's been a lot there was a lot of confusion for me of like but I it seemed so obvious things that I now disagree with yeah sure and yeah and And that's 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 part of what I unearthed with everything of being like oh because everything I ever saw anywhere 
yeah. was set up to help me stay yeah. where I am or not yeah. to, that's not its job. Its job was just to just help me find what I'm looking for. And now probably your, all your stuff is whatever you believe currently. Absolutely. And then if you ever change your mind again to some other thing, you'll be yeah. like, oh, weird. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's going to yeah, continue to feel bananas. Yeah. But really it's because this is how information is funneled. Yeah. So I guess maybe that's part of I feel like a lot of podcasts get advertised as like, it's going to be like your best pals just having a raw, unfocused mm. conversation about whatever and nothing is off limits. And that's really fun. That's like so fun to listen to. Uh-huh. But there's a ton of like cool, funny girls out there doing that kind of podcast. Yeah. And I think part of why I felt so motivated this time to have other experts mm-hmm. and I think why we've gone pretty methodically like topic by topic mm-hmm. like we usually try to pick yeah. a thing to talk about though we do a little bit of chatting about our lives is it like I want I want to be a resource there's something really supportive and loving and like cozy about just like a chit chat we're yeah. here to you know, we could just share like mom stories and kids stories mm-hmm. all the time. And that would be, feel really sane making and really yeah. like relatable. And that totally matters to me too. But I want there to just be some like, not to, I mean, forgiveness from the vegetarians, but like some meat on the bones here. Like I want there to be It's too nourishment. soon for that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I want yeah. you to come here and be nourished. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And a little challenged. I want to be, it's very nourishing for me. Like I feel so fed after we have these conversations. Yeah. And sometimes challenged. And I like that part. I saw a really sweet review of Very Good Mothers Club that said um, they this person got off all social media for her like mental health after mm-hmm. having kids. But by being a part of the online community, having the podcast, having like all of this stuff um, inside of the Mighty Networks community that we have, she said she was able to find like resources, support, connection, friendship without the ads and noise mm-hmm. that is um, social media algorithms. Amazing. And I, yeah, I just kind of, with everything you just said, I feel like now I'm even understanding that review in a bigger way. It's like, you're right. When you get on social media, everything is like so strategically put in front of you, like just enough scary stories, just yeah. enough advertisement, just enough like, I don't know, comparison like to basically keep you there and like now you're researching how to have a better house because you just saw somebody's house that like threw you for a loop and you know um so I guess right now at least while our community is smaller and it's very intimate it's very connected um that is kind of a a good moment to invite people like if you want something like if you want this type of resource that we're providing Mm -hmm. but even further you can know us obviously because we lead calls in there but You can know other moms who are in the same stage of life as you mm-hmm. trying to figure this stuff out. You can get support. You can get friendship. You can meet people who see the world differently from you, but yeah. you can also find the ones who really align with the way you do stuff. Because mm-hmm. um, that matters too. It does matter totally too to matters. have people who you are in have your people. the same lane as yes. you and be like, I see it. I get it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the the hope here is that as we grow and we build this thing, you are able to be a part of a larger community while also finding your people who you mm-hmm. really align with, who basically you would be friends with even if you didn't have kids. Because yeah. in motherhood, you need both. You just need people. So even if you wouldn't be friends outside of parenthood, you need people. Yeah. And then as we grow, you're going to find like, well, this person I would hang out with. Like, you know, some of these people are flying to meet each other. They're, it's really so cool. cool. Yeah, they're becoming real friends. That's so cool. Um, yeah, so... They should join. 
Rachel, join. join us. We love that. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to be back um, after this season. It's going to be a little bit of a shorter break. Maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know, four or five weeks. Don't hold me to it. But like. And we have such good episodes I already know. We already recorded. have a couple banked that we're oh, so excited about. Yeah. Um, but now is also like a glorious time to be sending us feedback. And, yeah. and I think we'll probably do, we'll try to do a good job of asking for this more directly on social media. But let this be the first call to action mm-hmm. to send DMs, send emails, drop your comments in Spotify. There's mm-hmm. a cool new feature on Spotify where if that's where you're listening, you can answer questions below here. We would love to hear what you liked, what was not your favorite, mm-hmm. what you'd like to see more of, what yeah. would be helpful to you. And um, and just to say this, I'm going to say this. I'm please. allowed to say this. <laughs> Gets posted on my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not allowed to say Lane's not a mom. <laughs> like I already know that. She, I brought her on here. <laughs> that was not a surprise. So no feedback on that. Thank you and goodbye, <laughs> but not really goodbye because <laughs> I like you. But just I'm done. I'm all done. You Thanks, don't. Jess. Yeah, just so you. Don't. That's if nice we're gonna invite feedback of what you like and what you don't. Yeah, you can complain as much as you want that I don't have six kids. You sure. can complain. Jessica just doesn't have enough kids yeah. to talk about this stuff, and that's fine. I'll hear you. Yeah, but to say anything about the fact <laughs> that Lane doesn't have children, we already knew that was yeah. part that you signed up yeah. for that. I that can't hasn't been different. Have a baby in order to be more qualified to host this podcast. No, and I don't want it's you just to. A bad and the reality is, Lane, if you have a baby, our ability to create this podcast <laughs> is so not going to be possible right now. And I'm not telling you not to have a baby yeah. for the podcast, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just adding that perspective for anyone who has left a mm-hmm. comment about the fact that you don't have kids. Yeah, if you care about listening to the podcast don't be telling her to go have kids yeah respectfully there is no podcast without me so you can't recast no. me no, and have sorry. this podcast because i make it yeah i didn't have a podcast before <laughs> the only reason we have this yeah. podcast is because you said you want to have a podcast yeah. i'll do it all i also I like, okay <laughs> wouldn't have a podcast without you and don't want to but yeah. the reality but is you could like, and you should probably <laughs> <laughs> you're very good at this thank you i've said you're that before this isn't this. like a secret <laughs> this is yeah this is yeah you should anyways i appreciate the advocacy yeah thank you very much <laughs> advocating um yeah you guys are so great we mm-hmm. like you so much tell us what you want we want to do more of it yeah um i don't mean to be sassy to you i'm only being sassy to anyone who's not very nice to lean in comments because <laughs> i it's not just, so not the brand don't be rude <laughs> don't be rude we're you being feel so nice on to brand each other? with your, with your youtube <laughs> comments yeah, we're being nice to each other here yeah we sure um, are Okay, and we're going to keep being nice to each other in the yeah, future. We are. You guys be nice to yourselves. Please. We'll see you so soon. You're doing a great You're job. You're doing a great job. We'll see you soon. We like you so much. And join our community because then we can see you literally like yeah. when. Like, I don't know. It's a f- – what day will they be hearing this? Friday? Oh, that's such a good question. It's Friday. I think we probably just had our podcast call. Oh, really? So – yeah, a so, couple of weeks from now, we could yeah. see your beautiful faces. Yeah. But like you I could see Jess see you, a lot I could sooner. I see you yeah. in there. I'm in there so much, guys. I'm in there twice a week. Um, And we bring in experts and we've got really cool ones coming soon. So anyway, okay. See you soon. Goodbye. Bye.